Good evening. Hello. 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 We're all here. Oh, fantastic. How do you say your name? Is it Liefeld? Well, I mean, I changed my name, but yeah, uh, the roller lady name is Liefeld. And so Liefeld. And you've taken on many incarnations. You were also Todd Beanfeather. Yeah, I was. Yeah, correct. What and, is your current name? Yeah. Well, I can't. I can't release that one. But yeah, it's complicated. I was Dan Liefeld, and then I uh, uh, changed it. It was suggested. I have like weird parents, and they're like, "You should change your name. You're affecting our career." I was like, "Oh, well, okay, I'll do that. Yeah, that's cool." So they led me through the steps, and then changed my name a couple of years ago. It wasn't really well known because it wasn't on the map, but I changed to Alex Roscoe. <laughs> so like, That's a nice name. How has that been going? Years, so like for a couple of years, it was like Alex Roscoe. And then... Um, legally. Um, yeah, legally. Like you, you got to like fucking put in newspapers for a couple of weeks. Like I think it's like four weeks. And you got to pay like 80 bucks or something. Only eight so it was like, bucks? It was County. It was like, Dan changed his name to Alex Proskow. And then uh, I was cool with it. And then I ran that for a couple of years. And then I was like, I was like, got a good lawyer. <laughs> got a good corporate team underneath me. And I went to a judge again. And he was like, why are you changing your name again? And he's Bill Cosby all of a sudden. I was like, <laughs> like, like well... I don't want to be Alex Roscoe anymore. And he was like, why? And I was like, Google it. So he had a smartphone, and he Googled it, and he was like, oh, my God, he's a professional rollerblader. No wonder you don't want to be Alex Roscoe anymore. Fixed. So then we changed my name. So it was cool. Cool. So how well, many I'm names? Surprised. Um, you you should have put out some sections uh, with the name Alex Broscow, like some skating sections. I think I did, <laughs> but I don't think they're well known. Really? Where can, we can't find these online? Yeah, I took them off too. Shit. So yeah, what? Shameful. What incarnation are you at now? Oh, it's like a special name. I mean, I run a couple names, like I'm like a sociopath, so. I have, like, names that publish under, I have names in the art thing, and then I have different names. I don't know. It's kind of fun. So, like, different personas? It's kind of fun to mess around with, like, well, like, I'm anonymous. So, I'm that guy in Roller News who doesn't comment. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to become him understand how he destroyed so many lives <laughs> so I like really dug deep and then financially deep as well to just understand that perspective like how can you fuck up so many people's lives just get anonymous so it's like I went to the judge and I was just like yo like Alex Russell's not working for me and I'm a I'm a brand I'm an incorporated person so he was like Whoa, what the fuck? It's been like four months. What's the deal? I was like, Alex Roscoe, he looked up on a smartphone. He's like, oh, that guy's a rollerblader. I was like, yeah. He was like, no wonder. Don't worry about it. 
switch the name real quick. So then, um, when we post this podcast, podcast, what what name do we use? Because uh, use the roller name, Dan Lightfelt. I'd love to be called the faggot, <laughs> tranny fucker. <laughs> that that dude. Like I'm fine with that one. Uh, if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's Instagram.com slash chicks with dick underscore. Transfer life anti hero tramp stamp at symbol Tim Kelly. Peace well, out. That's really obscure. I know. It's really hard for people to follow me, but that's kind of the idea. Interesting. Uh, I'm like a Rodney Mullen. Don't, don't make me put my Rodney Mullen voice on because I'll do the Rodney Mullen for the podcast. <laughs> Was that a little bit of it right there? Very, very hard to come up with the kickflip. My dad hated me and punched <laughs> my garage for six months alone and he disapproved me. So, fortunately, I was looking at the board and I was like, You're a dummy! And I realized I was a dummy. And then I did the Bones Brigade documentary. Very influential shit over here. Yeah, that was not bad. That but, was pretty good. Tony Triulo suck my dick. <laughs> no, I love I love watching I love this skateboard shit because it's so funny. Because all the rollerbladers are like, I fucking hate these guys. They're like thirty nine. Fuck them. But like the people are saying it are like thirty nine, and they're like, fuck them. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then, uh, where is it going? He's going like 40% there. I'm going to go hard. Bill Burr style. Yeah, so you're like saying, you know, fuck these guys. I want more money in the sport, but I don't want it to go to these old fucks. In skateboarding or rollerblading? Oh, in skateboarding? For sure, rollerblading. Like, at Casey Mo, like, fuck, uh, 30 year old edit just came out you fucking schmucks why would I pay 10 bucks for this <laughs> like I don't know cause it's hard in school I don't know we're all 30 years old Fish Cheshire yeah. is 24 is he? we're learning he's 34 <laughs> it's weird it's weird how, how it works he's 24? Yeah, he's 24. Seems older. That's what I thought. It's funny that now, like, 24 is young for a rollerblader. Oh, I think it's incredibly old when I was 24, though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And when we were... 25 was the age, you'd like, be like, oh, I'm done with this shit. Or... <laughs> I'm too old for this shit. Yeah, that's when it's like, yeah, I have, you know... One or two years more of rollerblading, and you know I gotta work really hard. That's why I, I was wondering about him. Like I was like, do you remember when we hung out in like Lawrence, and you were like probably six, seventeen, eighteen? You got flown out there, and you did just two tricks, and he was like, I don't remember that at all, and it was really humbling because we have like you know before selfies were selfies. 
you know, like a bunch of selfies. I have those on my hard drive. Like me and Trisha are hanging out because it's like dork. And I was like, oh, Trishar, this is sick. Underestimated. Whatever. <laughs> and then he, you know, like, just, like, doing drugs with him or something. He's like, I don't remember that at all. <laughs> kind of throws off your whole trip. You're like, well, okay. <laughs> you were from, uh, you were in Chicago, and then you were in Kansas. And and now where where are you located? Or can you not disclose that information? Uh, I mean, I've always been located in St. Louis, so I've always gone to school here. Oh, yeah. What? But I, you were in so that. I'm probably one of the only guys with a college degree <laughs> who were in the meantime, at least. <laughs> 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 but you were in that Chicago edit a long time ago. So okay, tell me about it. We'll get there. We're working. This is my I, first double date. Just give me a little bit of practice. <laughs> I've never been DP'd before, so. Um, that cop killer edit, was not was that a Chicago video? Or was that just Oh, all? yeah, bonus section for sure. Yeah, it was bonus. Was that in Smell the Onion? <laughs> yeah. Totally bonus mode on Smell the Onion. That was a my, good, good video. I mean, like, all teenagers can hate their parents or whatever, but um, a lot of rollerblader videos were made because my parents hated me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, they let it happen, you know? So a lot of St. Louis videos are, or St. Louis spots are in, I'm such a fucking idiot. Why'd I do this podcast? This isn't insane. A lot You're of doing great, fucking yeah. St. Louis spots got awesome because of Chicago or Kansas City rollerbladers. Oh, yeah? Yeah, well, honestly, yeah. I don't think anybody would have stepped up to them. Like, we would just go to show them the scariest shit. Like, hey, AJ, what's up? Check this out. And then he'd, like, bring some fucking razor, like, work boot wearing... Ground control rolling guy out. <laughs> the dude would do it. And you would hate it because you had a taste. You have, in, here in the South, we have a refined taste. So it's just like, oh, you didn't acid soul oh, at that time? No. Acid soul. It's, that is, that is a taste making trick. You know when you get those friends who grow up to be like like crazy really good photographers or that's amazing description right there. They become influential artists or something, and they're like like three years before they're like, dude, as a soul started really sick, and you're like, I hate you, Tom. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> and you know what I mean? A couple of years later, he's got a gallery or something. And you're like. Oh, acid souls. Those are kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like a learning curve in rollerblading in general. Like, it's well, all the trends. I was surprised that you didn't have any um, tricks or footage in Casey Moe. Have you been skating much lately? Oh, I went, I went up to Casey Moe. 
I wanted to kiss him out. There's, uh, I love that video. There's like a couple tricks I was there for. It was like uh, Cheshire. He did Alec Topsol on that thing. <laughs> the yellow thing that was short and small and awesome. <laughs> and then he did the jump up. And then like, I got to tell you, in that, that diner thing he did a topsail on, the thing he jumped up with, like, you knew, you would think a fisheye would cover it, but that shit was, like, waist high. And I really like his song, because it was just like, I really don't give a shit. I don't care anymore. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but he still came through, but, like, the topsail he did, like, I was just like, look at, uh, I'm gonna. I don't want to name drop anybody, but I'm just. I always look at these people that I'm with, and I'm just like, dude, I really can't jump that high. And they're like, Yeah, you can for sure. Yeah, you can. And it's like, Yo, Carl Malone, fuck off. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to have a beer here. Yeah, people who can jump really high. I can I can't jump way up. Yeah. If you try to tell them how amazing it is that they can jump on that, they'll always say, oh, it's pretty easy. Oh, it's for sure. High. Like, it's like, like it really? had been, like, a couple years. Like, last time I, like, really rollerbladed, like, this kid had a bipolar freakout at the skate park, and I had to walk 30 miles home. Like, no, no joke, like, 30 miles straight, like, walked home on the side of the highway, thumb out, you know what I mean? So the guy that you rode to the skate park with had a bipolar freakout? Yeah, it wasn't so just stranded. me. I mean, like, you attract what you uh, are. So, like, we were, like, dating, you know, hetero, bromance. And uh, we broke up over months, and then he left me at a skate park. <laughs> what was the uh, argument over? No, I was lacing up my skates, and he he missed a true top accident. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, fuck, God damn it, fuck. And then, uh, like, I was like, I was like, oh, I guess that dude's going to, like, quick trip. That's crazy. And, like, <laughs> sorry, can you skate park? He's gone to what? So, like, I'm, like, lacing up my skates or something, right? Yeah. And he goes, like, he just drives off <laughs> in a Mini Cooper. Because <laughs> you were dissing him for missing I was all like, I was all like, oh, he's, he's coming back. He's just going to go get, like, some nourishment. <laughs> we're going to edit at this skate park. And, <laughs> and then, like... I'm, like, sitting at the skate park for, like, an hour. <laughs> and then the dude drives back and, like, honks his horn, throws some shit out the window. And I was like, whoa, shit, cool, he's here to pick me up. And then, uh, dude didn't pick me up. And, uh, I didn't, <laughs> I lost my wallet and, uh, the dollar cookies I bought. It was, it was so offensive. That's rough. It's offensive. So, okay, so you yeah, have man, to walk home? Go <laughs> Who, was this Chris Cheshire? Yeah, it was Chris Cheshire. He, he, we're friends in SoundCloud, but we're enemies in real life. <laughs> 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 yeah, 
Chef Shah is great. We're like, uh, we're drug, we're drug friends. We like, I don't know. It's funny because like he just like, if you've ever met somebody who doesn't know you in the future, it's really humbling. Because you like have a rollerblade persona where you're like, I've created this caricature and it's not me, but it's like this really depressed dark guy who used to be happy, but now he's dark. And now I can play with him and like it's like clay and I can influence a lot of people in a weird fucking way. And that's awesome from a perspective. It's not great for everybody. But, like, that was, like, really cool for me when I was yeah. in college. And I was like, oh, this is so fucking awesome. I can write a paper about it. And, um, obviously, in the end, I'm like, overall, Nicola Bark, I'm an asshole. So, um, yeah, I don't know where it was going with that. That's awesome. Well, it is really awesome that, like, to have a role-betting persona that you can experiment with and you are it is like having a different personality you're free, yeah. like people know you in a different way and you don't have to worry about like professional relationships or any bullshit it's like a really natural kind of like you can be this crazy it's like your superhero persona that, that yeah i mean i think uh negretti did that in the meantime or something like where he made me like really like this funny like sarcastic awesome dude or something and then, like, you know, like, you keep growing up past then and go through real-life drama. And then um, you, like, travel, and then you encounter those people who are like, Dude, you like blah, blah, blah! <laughs> you're so funny! And then, like, you know what I mean? Like, you're drinking Mickey's, and you're like, oh, like, you know, you just got off the phone with your girlfriend who's obviously cheating on you, and you're like, oh, Hi, Bob. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jeff Stockwell. Oh, uh, Crosby still from Stockwell. It's awesome. <laughs> he started his own folk band, and uh, he smokes spliffs and he doesn't share them. He's cool. Like, whatever. That's the only thing. That's really funny. <laughs> you, you would have a blast. Looking at him at Camp Woodward. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, fuck that guy. I really hope I'm just on this podcast just to get Americans on this podcast because I think it would be way more interesting if I didn't like hear my voice or heard other people's voices. Like, we got Kevin Dowling, a nail on the coffin. A total nail on the coffin. But I feel kind of ashamed because I have a Spitfire neck tattoo. <laughs> and I spit fire every fucking day. I'm little B in 2011 right now. You know what I mean? I directed a riffraff video. Fuck it. That's real. You just I'm referenced really cool. like six rollbladers in one joke. That's why your blade blogs were so good. I was trying to watch them, and I was like, why would people want to talk to me? <laughs> Those blog blogs are um, amazing, dude. There's this guy, Brian Powell, and he used to film all of Alex's tricks in St. Louis. I'm so drunk, and on Benzos, it's awesome. 
But um, he used to film all of Alex's shit here. I mean, he's like a really cool guy, and he got established in New York. And I sent him, I guess, a Tyga. He's a rapper. <laughs> and uh, it was just like this hard-ass song, and we like to send each other like really funny, like real rap shit, <laughs> just to send each other a message or something. So then, like, I, like, thought I had, like, the most pristine underground guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the di- the di- the diamond in the rough, Aladdin. You got it. You got it. You're going to impress him. <laughs> and then the dude hits me back in the email, and he's like, oh, yeah, check out this fucking, <laughs> this music video I uh, edited and, you know, a... Uh, media manage with Justin Bieber and Tyga. <laughs> I just want to... Hey, Dan? I'm not even on social networks. I had no idea. I'm sorry. I thought it was being cool. I'm so old now. This sucks. <laughs> Ageism. I just have to say really quick, Dan, that out of every person we've had on this podcast, I think you understand what we're trying to do with this podcast the most um well i I think you get it i i think i i was listening and i had my accountant in the room and um she it was like something you guys are saying which you always say was just like oh being successful really young then you fuck off or whatever and obviously i'm not maddie mance or anything (laughs) And I don't, but like, I don't know what you guys consider success, if that makes sense. But I kind of took it personal. And I actually like hit you guys up because I want to move to Vancouver because I heard it's really fucking cool. And then I was like, oh yeah, obviously underneath that, I did want to do the podcast. So fuck yeah, it's awesome. (laughs) Um... But I still need information about Vancouver, personally. So if you just want to like email me on the side, that'd be awesome. Um, sure, we can answer your questions. But neither of us actually live in Vancouver. Yeah. But I heard it's awesome. I don't know. Vancouver right. is great. It's all. Right. It's pretty cool. Is that the place with the bowl? What's, what's that one? There's like a, a lot of bowls in Vancouver. Do you guys watch that Amol kind of multi, like, uh, if you guys really blah, 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 I'm a jock. Yeah, I, I watched um, that today. Yeah, I watched it. It, um, it was close. It, it was close. Sometimes. The Salmon thing. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was a, uh, the tone, the tone was off for me. I wasn't, I couldn't figure out the intention behind it. Yeah, I could. Yeah. That was my problem. I at, at the beginning I thought that he was being serious, but then I realized that his legs were fake, and I was like, "Wait a minute, this dude has fake but, legs." Yes. <laughs> I mean, I like um, I got that it was a built-up body, but like once I got to the legs, it was so funny. <laughs> it's like it was kind of like a commercial. It's like, yeah, we got these size twenty-eight jeans. We're just trying to sell. I thought it was interesting that um, that that came out. That's the first like uh, comedy. Aggressive Mall does a little bit of comedy, but that was their first attempt at a straight comedy piece. 
attached to their shop. Yeah, and it was like totally offensive as well. <laughs> so it's like hilarious. It called yeah. It, I thought it was really surprising that they like called out. Uh, there was like a Brian Aragon joke at the end of it. That, that was, was kind good. of interesting. That was good. It, yeah, I was thinking about buying some rollerblade swindlers. <laughs> are basically Solomon's, but now I'm not going to go through an aggressive mall. So hey, whatever. You were actually you skated Solomon's um, quite a bit, didn't you? Even after Solomon was out, you were a, a big fan of Solomon's. Yeah. Stuff. There's like a really funny um, thing. I think it was in the meantime where I did karaoke or something. It was like the next day. And then like I had Micah Solomon's. Uh, I've always, the only free skates I ever got were from Jeff Akers. And they're Shima 4s. Like two sizes too big. <laughs> when I was in a senior in high school. And I tried to rap them like super hard. But like you're trying to wrap a, a poop skate that looks like shit. Oh, it was the, it was the brown ones with the really high liners? Oh, yeah. <laughs> brown, khaki, like totally like the meat vomit. And uh, so like, you know, every skate, like, like some Micah always gave me Solomon's after that. And then um, he tried to give me Rosie's that like, he, like, built it up. He's like, John Elliott wrote these. These are great. You're going to uh, love these things. And um, I've already lost my point. But uh, I remember Brandon Gray and Alex Russell being like, next day just being like, yeah, the Salmon sucks so much dick. Like, fuck you. Shred these roasties. They're so cool. <laughs> is that true? Yeah, that actually is completely true. There was no support for Solomon's. They are still really good skates. No, they're so bummed. Like, Micah said something, and they're bummed. Like, it was funny. Like, it was just like, okay, yeah. I did break his uh, closet doors, and I just broke <laughs> his apartment being a drunk asshole last night. And But apparently I'm cool for getting a free fountain soda from the girl at Chicken Filet. That's awesome. <laughs> I like that you like that you said fountain soda. You specified <laughs> yeah, exactly. that it came from a fountain. Like, it's like so funny and like once you're in that like circle, like where like you can really fuck up, like you know, like destroy somebody's apartment, and then the next day like some like American Apparel looking girl gives you a free soda. And then, like, all of a sudden, these rollerblades think you're cool again or something. You know, and it's like a matchstick. And you're like, yeah, I am cool. That's right, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> so how... Root beer. Ha- I'm going to the bathroom. Sassafras. You learn about that? Well, I went to college, and I did. Fuck you. Yeah, self-esteem is a... Nah, is a, I'm just kidding. It's a, flaky, <laughs> it's a thin piece of ice. Yeah, the it's easy to get stick. low and it's easy to get high. It's fucked up. The matchstick metaphor was really good there. Really? Yeah, you have a way with words, and uh, your your mind works at a speed that is incredible. Like a. I've tried to dumb it down. I did drink. Like, I was, when I was emailing you guys, I uh, had an 18 pack, and I was like, yeah, like, we're doing it. So, like, I'll drink, like, 
eight beers or something. And then, like, you know, when they back, you, like, push it back or something. <laughs> and then, like, it was, like, probably a half an hour. That's why I'm late. Like, I was, like, look, like, I have a suitcase. Like, my beers are so pathetic. And, uh, like, reaching in. And I have enough cigarette beers outside. Like, I, I compartment, like, it, everything's down to a fraction. So, like, I was like, oh, I got my beers right now. And I, like, reached in. I was like, shit. I got to go to shop and save. Keep in mind, you buy, like, an 18-pack of PBR for $8 in uh, the U.S., so. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, I got to go to the shop and save. It's going to take me 10 minutes, and I'm going to buy a, a margarita that costs a dollar. Oh, <laughs> poor Daniel. If that's my real name, Alex. <laughs> Are you are you still friends with a lot of people in uh, rollerblading? Uh, a couple. Uh, I, I looked it up online. Um, it's <laughs> 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 a really funny. Is that like a good enough answer? Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's the best answer. <laughs> because it <laughs> trying to keep it as less personal as possible. But I've been in absolute isolation from October 14th till now. Like I haven't talked to a rollerblader, anybody outside of my money manager, my accountant, and my father. So. I don't talk to anybody. So you have a money manager? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so so you have a lot of money that you need managed. Well, I, when I was young, I stole a bunch of money, and I spent a lot of money. And that led up to your bleep blogs and all this awesome shit and a lot of credit debt. And... Uh, uh, you know, you know, you get money once. That's uh, fool me once. You know, you get money again. Fool me twice. And all of a sudden, you're wearing Google Glassed glass promos, and then you're like, "Oh, what the fuck's happening?" I record my friends smoking weed. That's weird. And then um, you get to that point where you get the payoff because you're on Silk Road trying to buy some DMT, and you put too much money in your account. And then a boom happened, and then you take all your money out of your account, and then you get your money. It's awesome. Sweet. It is kind of cool. There's a money manager and an accountant. There, it's ridiculous at a point, yeah. When you have two employees that work for your money, or manage your money. Hold on a second. Um, it's not just, oh, wait, I get this, like, weird static. This is amazing, huh? Uh, uh, no, you know, am so, I? Where are you right now? Uh, uh, hold on, I gotta turn on the volume. No, so you get a media, uh, a media manager, a money manager, an accountant, and 
you get a lot of more people and then you end up can't you really can't do anything with your life except what you're doing. You become a professional person, not out of like what you want to be doing, but like out of what people want you to be doing. So, um you end up losing all control and it's kind of pathetic and sad. Who, who so who wants you to be something? I can't even do this shit right now. What do they want you to be? <laughs> like I got, I got like Brian over my shoulder over here, like the same dude who's I like. Okay, like I'll just give you an example. Like, so my, you know, you're a rollerblader. You see fucking Nick Labar and his overalls and his dickies, right? Of course. <laughs> Okay, I'll just go with this and I'm keep going. So you see him with his dickies and you're like, oh my god, I can wear dickies. That's amazing. (laughs) I can can wear the same size dickies as I wore as a rollerblade. And then you find out it's like, oh, I can't wear the same level 511 jeans. I gotta step up. Like, because it's old man waist. Like, it's complicated. Like, Apparently, you have to wear these things at your belly button. Dickies kind of suck. Why would you wear these things? Oh, of course. You progressed overalls. So, uh, there's different situations where you, me, myself, like, obviously I'm tip-tapping around a lot of stuff. I have to, like, go to, like, the Ritz-Carlton. <laughs> And, like, have champagne breakfasts and dinners and shit. And I'm really uncomfortable talking about this right now. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing embarrassing about going to the Ritz. I've been to the Ritz. Oh, because, like, uh, I have, like, like a time. But then, like, people come and then impose upon that time. And, like, we had, like, a straight 30 minutes, which I wasted talking about myself and my haircut. And then, like, it, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they can feel it coming. What does your hair look like right now? They're like, oh, uh, he's about he's, he's about to be a shithead. <laughs> he, he, uh, he drank an AT pack. He's about to be a dick. Like, uh, let's, let's, let's have somebody just, like, kind of walk down the stairs slowly just so he knows what's going on. So there's some, and, uh, is there someone in the room with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Um, what's his name, Brian? I, it, it's not Brian. No, and my name's not Zorbert or Boris. Uh, <laughs> is it Dolanda? No, Busted. I, I was in fucking Williamsburg and this fucking... I was, like, engaged to this chick, right? And, uh, I was working in Baltimore in, uh, pharmaceuticals. Can you read through the lines on that one? I was working in pharmaceuticals. <laughs> distribution. So, like, I had to go to New York a lot. And, uh, but, like, my friend Ryan, he, like, leads me to, like, some fucking bar one night and... There's a bunch of Polish people, <laughs> and I'm like, "Yo, my name's Robert Delanka," and they're like, "Oh, Delanka means dick." And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, no shit, <laughs> so appropriate." 
because I used to just make these names up. I thought I was like really creative. That's awesome. It's a I'm happy accident. Creative. Yeah, I don't know. Who who was another Mike Miranda? Uh, it was like this dude. He had like white pants. I like saw him. He like had white pants and like a stone cold Steve Austin shirt with like cut off sleeves and it said off. Some 316 skull on it and I was just like yo what's your name he's like Mike Renner I was like holy shit like you're fucking tight you're awesome I don't want to be you but I didn't say that you know I was all like yeah you kept it cool I, I kept it really fucking cool you know that uh, I've worn white pants and a cut off uh, Steve Austin t-shirt no, I definitely listened to the last podcast. Um, no, that shit happened because uh, uh, Brennan Negretti, oh, God rest your soul, buddy. Yo, whatever. You weren't a dick. You're awesome. Um, rest in peace, buddy. Uh, um, that dude picked me up from a domestic situation on Christmas, and he brought me to their pad in, like, Westminster. And... It was really funny because, like, I showed up there and they're, like, all singing, like, All Saints songs or something. And, uh, end up we're, like, hanging on the garage and there's this dude in this movie called Rad, which is a BMX movie. And, uh, a dude named Mike Miranda who kept crashing and he sucked at life. So they started calling me that, I guess. <laughs> That's really <laughs> I I really think it was fitting. I think they're uh, you know like you know Kurt Wave. Uh what about the nickname Hollywood? Is that like a hot topic? <laughs> <laughs> you have a lot of zingers. Um I got too many. Uh, the the your face was on a t shirt. Uh okay. Got date rape from my virgin Indian when I was like fifteen. I was doing a bunch of air dust around a trampoline. I end up in like Southern Illinois, and you know, got date raped. It was over a game of quarters, and I thought, oh, so it's a such a long, stupid story. And uh, it's, did you get uh, drugged? What's up? Did you get drugged when you were raped, or were it was you like, conscious for the rape? Um, I, well, like, I was 15, so, like, you know, I definitely did air dust on trampoline, I remember that, and, like, I was like, oh, I'm Darth Vader, this is so fucking cool, blah, 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 and then, um, we are like, all of a sudden, in, in, like, southern Illinois, which might be hard for you to visualize, much less Kyle Nolte from Aim Hall. <laughs> It's, like, the middle of the country, and there's, like, fucking people zooming by you, and, like, I don't know, you call them four squares, four scooters, like, they're, like, electronic motorbikes, and you're, like, oh, oh, this guy sucks, why is he about to hurt me, this is terrible, so then you move inside, and you smoke weed, and then there's a girl about to do shots with you, a bunch of shots, a bunch of shots, a bunch of shots, so, like, my head hit the table, and I was, like, oh, I'm out. So I thought my friend just, like, punted me up to the room till the next morning. 
and I had like a wall burn. I remember I opened my eyes and like a wall burn, which I know now is a wall burn, but I had a burn and my face was like, oh, this hurts. And then I looked next to me and it was like a woman, but more like an alien woman, like, you know, with those weird spines that just show. And you're like, ew, that's gross. That's awesome, but it's gross. And uh, total fun. And then I was just like, and then like on the TV, with Cisco's fucking thong song on MTV. Thong, the thong, thong, thong. Yeah, spring break edition, right? So that's exactly when it happened. And she was watching. And she looked at me, and then she barfed over the bed. And I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> that's awesome. And I convinced her to do it again. It was cool. <laughs> convinced her to barf again? No, to fuck again. <laughs> <laughs> but she was <laughs> After she puked. Well, and she put on the wool sweater again. I'm so bad. I'm so bad. <laughs> did she like brush her teeth after she puked? Yeah, she did. And that wow. was just in itself. Where it was like, do I have the nerve to like, you know, ask <laughs> to do this again? Because like uh, all my friends are all you know, not like scum dick fucks. And they threw, like, mayonnaise condoms in the room, you know what I mean? So it's, like, 24 mayonnaise condoms in the room, because they all knew. And, like, they tried to get me to ride home with it. It was, like, that's a little fucking nightmare. And that, that's where Hollywood came from? No, not at all. It came from um, these people at the skateboard called Ramp Riders, which is the gayest name ever. <laughs> we ride ramp. It, it's a biker park. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> we just come back here. It's Ramp Riders. It's like, we play Megadeth. You don't know. You don't know. Bob Seger, fuck you. You don't understand it. I didn't understand Bob Seger. I didn't know what they were doing. But, yeah, I would go in there. And then I thought, like, you know, like, once you go there enough, like, you can just walk in without paying. So then they started calling me Hollywood. And then, coincidentally, this girl, like, stripped at this fucking club called Hollywood, which is a hustler club. So then, like, I guess I did a trick at the Windy City Riot. Off, off camera, and then Charles Dungle was like, "What's your fucking name?" I'm like, uh, "Hi, man. I have zits, and I'm 16, and with a big nose. I'm not Jewish, I swear." I don't know. It was weird. <laughs> and then like, people would always call me that. And then I think Negretti was like the only person who would know. Because I think there's this guy, Chris, in Orange County. I forget his last name right now. No, no, but he'd always be like, yo, Hollywood, what's up, man? And he's, he's friends with Strange Creatures dudes. And I'd, like, cringe or something. But, like, you never know, like, what you're doing when you're around people. But, like, Brian would tell me after that, he's like, dude, you always, like, cringe. I, uh, he's like, you hate that shit, don't you? And I was like... Yeah, 
I hate that shit. That was a bad memory. I hate that. That was terrible. I was raped. (laughs) (laughs) The worst worst part was, like, this dude Justin. He ended up being, like, one of those, like, weird South Park vampire type dudes. Kept, like, trying to hook him. And I was like, no, no, she's like 23. I'm 15. What the fuck? Let's do more air duster. Fuck you. Air duster, like, what you spray, like, the computer spray, right? Exactly, yeah. Um, Yeah. What are benzos? Uh, Xanax. um. (laughs) (laughs) Xanax! It's all the same shit. What kind of beer are you drinking? What kind of beer are you drinking, buddy? Come on, man. Rickard. You want to test me? Let me test. You want to push up competition? No, no. I just want to. It's just interesting because you're in a different country. So, like, what, what kind of beer do you guys drink? What are you drinking right now? Okay, like, uh, it just like. If I have money, yeah, I drink nice beer. So. What kind of beer? So if I have money, like, my choice is uh, St. Pauli, so St. Pauli Girl. It's like uh, pale beer. It's, like, so easy to drown. You get, like, this nice buxom blonde on the fucking cover. It's really funny. You can get rid of those or Corona, you know? Like, that's a huge thing. But I'm in St. Louis. It's the Anna. Kaiser Bush, like, that's where everything comes from, Budweiser-wise, including Stella, all that shit, so. Mm. Everything's available, but uh, PBRs and High Life are the cheapest, so. It kind of depends on your your financial situation. Right. Because, I mean, personally, like, I would just recommend beer margaritas all around. What is a beer margarita? <laughs> They're called uh, margaritas. Hold on, let me. I gotta open my cup. They're hilarious looking. Uh, they're called lime margaritas, and they are like ninety percent, and they're all malt liquor, and they're from like Budweiser, and they're so stupid, and they like make your brain go like poop. And it's cool because poop is juvenile. That's what you want to get to. Are you guys having like a secret side conversation? So I can kind of hear half of it. That's amazing that you could sense that because I have never uh, text messaged with Joey during a podcast, but I actually am right now. You know, it's crazy. It's like people always—they're always astounded by that, but like. They're always like, oh, he did so sold to the devil. That's crazy. Can't believe he knows what we're saying. But, like, I do have, like, uh, it's like what bats have. It's like, uh, it's a certain type of hearing where you can hear everything and kind of, like, uh, devoid it. But, I mean, I'm a sociopath. It doesn't work across the board. So, I think think you'll be healthy interviewing uh, Richard Johnson or something. I'm amazed at how – because you're clearly fucked up, but you're very 
with it in a certain sense. Like you're making a lot of sense and you're still quite intelligent and you're not repeating yourself like a typical drunk. It's constant new ideas. It's amazing. Well, I, I, I don't mean to insult you guys, but I do feel like when I, I told you, like, I'm talking about since October, October 14th, so it, there's a lot of pressure as far as socially, because right. otherwise I only have to do business conversation. And um, so, you know, when I went up to Kansas City, it was like fucking really fun. You know, I watched Cheshire get a bunch of chicks in the section. I'm fucking slurring. I just realized that it's hilarious. I need to have a cigarette or a fucking dick in my mouth. I don't give a shit. Whatever. It comes across me right now. (laughs) (laughs) No, but seriously, like, yeah, like, you get along with, like, people, like, at a certain, to a certain level. And you love these people that you've known for a long time. But for me, like, I'm such, like, I love being isolated. And that's the only way I can think is just yeah. being on myself and being my own head. So, like, you know, when day six comes up and I'm, like, taking two hits of Molly and <laughs> just drinking all week. And I'm just, like, trying to make a conversation with Alex and he's, like, you know, sober bober. It's like, hey, man. Yeah, man, this is the best trip I've had here, huh? He just, like, gives me a look, like, yeah, you're fucked up. (laughs) So you you refer to yourself as a sociopath. How do you know? No, I mean, I've been, um, it's funny, like, uh, I'll get personal. I was... Because, like I always say, you guys are like, like, he was young, and then he fucked off. And I I don't know what you guys are talking about. I I always figure in my head, Matty Mance, like, oh my god, Matty Mance, he was young and successful, and he fucked off. But uh, I kind of feel the same way. Uh, Just because I have an ego, Mark Brand, or something. And, uh... (laughs) I'm seeing you guys text. That's hilarious. And, uh, yeah, so, like, I always felt like, like a total dickhead when I heard the Get Dolling thing. So, where, what were we talking about? You got to bring The sociopath thing. Actually, that was really interesting that you knew we were texting. I just, if you're, if you're fucked up and we're doing this podcast, I like, not, no, 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 but you want to, I want you to feel comfortable if we put it out. You don't care, obviously, if we put this out. No, nah, nah, nah. I mean, I just got called out of my dad, but chicks with dicks and shit, like, it was funny. Like, it's funny. You got, never, you got called out on what? Uh, like, chicks with dicks, like, he was like, nah. Because you, I was talking about the, the B-Mag form thing. The, the ducks called dicks, and then the kid was like, Bueller, Bueller. I don't know. There's a thing I'm doing right now that's not attached to rollerblading, and I'm switching up topics because I'm such a fucking Sherlock over here. And I love to adapt the name Sociopath because he did it, and the BBC did it, so now I'm really cool for being a fucking creep. No. 
really fucked up and uh, you destroy people's lives, but you don't realize it. But I think that was one of the real the things that brought me into being isolated because I realized what I was doing to other people through the Blade blog or the magazine or anything like that. Like, so have you like, have you ever gotten any negative uh, blowback from the Blade blogs? Oh, for sure, definitely. Like, I'd be in Long Beach at, like, a 4th of July party, and um, Brandon Smith would be like, yo, you're really fucking up these Haitian kids' lives. Like... (laughs) (laughs) That was... See, that's what I'm talking about. That was so fucking quick that you came up with Laguna Beach, Brian Smith fucking up Haitian kids. Like, that is... Like, I would need to have, I would need to be completely sober and have, like, three cups of coffee to come up with that line so quick. No, I mean, it was, like, repetitive at that party. It was, like, Chris Happy was, like, oh, you're, like, making rollerblading look so, so bad. You should do something on Ty Chris. We're going to do something on Ty Chris that makes him look bad. So then, you know, that Blade blog came out with, like, you know, the cartoon and Ty Chris doing the thing, you know? So it's like, I was part of it to that extent, you know? And, what about I mean, I emailed you a bunch of ideas, cultism and shit like that. Like, it's definitely weird. So. What about uh, Jenna, uh, is it Jenna Dowling? Is that the right name? Jenna Donnie never met her. The uh, the blonde chick, Joey. Oh, um, that's Joey. The blonde chick's Joey. What are you talking about? The cocaine, the cocaine girl. Yeah, the oh. co- Alan. What Fallon? Sick. Yeah, Fallon. That. Jenna Fallon. No, Fallon Heifer. There was a documentary about her. How she had a addiction or something, and you sampled that for right. one of the play blocks. What was her name? Fallon Hefferman. Fallon. Yeah, she's great. He, oh, shit, that part in the shock video, she's the one that Sean C. takes the knife to her throat, and you can't tell if it's real or fake. Apparently, that's real. It looked pretty real. That's, like, guy I've always avoided, because I've met him once, and he rode in my car once, and then he left his wallet. And it was just like, I opened his wallet after he left, and I was like, I should return this. And I looked inside of it, it was a bunch of fake IDs and, like, exported, like, bus passes and shit. I was like, uh, eh, fuck that. And then, like, he emailed me, and was like, dude, I want to put your play blogs on DVD. Keep in mind, it's season one or something. I was like, no, let's go. I'm just going to poop. That you, your blade blogs are some of the best uh, rollerblading art, quote unquote, that's been made, in my opinion. And okay. they're really far ahead of their time too, in terms of sampling stuff that already existed. And you and with your extensive knowledge of you, you, you're like me, where you've seen every video pretty much, and you know all of these bizarre references. Yeah, and he's and, like the only one that's really been like a remixer. Of, yeah. Of Blade stuff. Yeah. Which, like, anybody could do. Like, all this footage is on YouTube. Anyone can take it and, and make something new out of it. Um, it's surprising that more people don't do that. 
And the crazy thing is there's going to be people remixing the Blade blocks in the future. You're dreaming, you're dreaming, but... That's going to happen. No, I mean, like, I think... I just... uh, I feel really weird because I have headphones in, so I don't feel like I'm talking to you guys. I feel like... I like weird echo. Um, I'm flattered, and I'm going to take these headphones out. Hold on. Oh my god, we're so real right now. This is crazy. This is awesome. This is much better. Thank you guys for letting me do that. You're welcome. Um, the Blade Blog. <laughs> That's like an inside joke that I wanted other people who are like intellectuals to get by doing it. Because like it was always like a joke between six friends. Like, limit six. But like, if you grew up with it, you got it. You got the joke. Yeah. But if you're, like, a random fucking kid and, like, you just got into 2003 or something, you missed a lot of the fucking joke. And uh, my whole thing was just, like, you know, you go out... I don't think... I think a lot of people are, like, disparaging about themselves. They're like, oh, I never made it. I could have. It's like, all of you, like, you, Todd went to Arizona, and then he put out a revolution section, and that counts as making it, you know? Like, all you have to do is, like, go to that place, hang out with those people, do something, and then you're a part of it. Would you say that's correct? That's very correct. Like, but, so what is that, uh, that... On it, that uh, thing that people want to attain that they think they can attain that actually doesn't exist. What is that thing? That's what makes the Blade Blog so funny, too, is because there's such an extensive history of, of failure because you want to achieve something that doesn't exist. I mean, it's so hard because, um, I mean, I remember talking, I mean, the people I talked to then, they're not rollerblading inclusive. I, I compartmentalize my life, like, a lot, which is, like, now that I'm working on a certain thing, I don't talk to rollerbladers as much as I should, probably. I'm not healthy. I'm not a healthy individual. Don't follow my path. Anyways, <laughs> I am talking to a certain person, and they're just like, well, you gotta put that out there. You gotta tell them what you're thinking. I was like, well, I don't want to work for BMAG anymore. <laughs> like, they pay pennies. <laughs> and, um... Okay, actually, let me divert and I'll get back to this topic. I, I'm getting back to it. But it's just because I have a beer on my right and a coffee on my left. And it's a very confusing situation. Which is a Gemini thing. Uh... <laughs> The twins. Yeah, it's twins, totally. Uh, yeah, okay, so, first of all, let me say, like, I never made money off of rollerblading. I made money when I was 15 and a half, and I went to the hoedown and wrote an article for BMAC. And they paid for my flight, and that was it. It's the most money I've ever made. But I never started a t-shirt company, a wheel company, whatever. Never charge for the whatever. You know what I mean? Like, 
So I think it gave me that aspect of just being, uh, you know, a standby dude. <laughs> Brad on the sidelines just <laughs> to go down. And I'm going with Brad because if your name's Brad, I'm sorry, Brad Magnuson. True topples are sick. I can't do them. I can't do them, but that guy from England can. I wish I could remember his name. He's sick. I remember you wrote a really was that the BMAG article? It was a hoedown in BMAG print. You wrote yeah. you wrote an article, and I remember there was like this part where you went into the Be Unique room, and it was through your point of view, and it was really interesting. <laughs> was yeah. that the BMAG article, or was that Rejects, or what that was, was that? That was BMAG Super Hick. And I went in with Brenton, and like we we're trying to sleep in like, um, the phone booths in this fancy hotel because these guys are balling for some reason. If they were not, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's hard to tell. But we were like trying to sleep in the hotel rooms, and they just kept going, and like, no, you can sleep in the rooms. So we worked our way up there, and like then apparently I pissed on their wall. And then I was like, oh, clean it up. And threw lots of water and broke it. <laughs> the wall. And then, like, <laughs> we were wandering the street. <laughs> Some fucking gay faggot Kevin Dowling. Just kidding. Retard. <laughs> Just kidding. But, like, no, like, some weird-ass dude, like, like, he was, like, cruising, picked us up. In a Corvette. And Brent and I were like so naive. We're like, oh, this is so sick. This is awesome. Thank you. Thank you for picking us up. This is awesome. And then we ended up getting back to the place we need to be. But it was a mess. I don't know. Do you. I I think Tim Wheeler's like a black mark, and me too. So it's like. Two on your shows. No, he's gonna listen. You guys are dead in the water. Us? No, we're listening. What's that? Have faith. Yeah, Uh, definitely. Believe in the the Neverlander. I don't know how it goes. (laughs) This. You gotta believe. You gotta believe in the heartland. In the heartland, that's right, yeah. You gotta believe in the heartland! You gotta believe! You gotta believe in the heartland! <laughs> <laughs> we had like a, a mini meantime uh, reunion just by accident when I was up there. And they were like playing the video, and I just like, like, like. Knew like three seconds ahead that it was gonna come up, and just like like went to the liquor store just to miss it. Just been like, yeah, fuck that shit. <laughs> I do not need to see myself being myself accidentally. So your drones will see it. You're obviously obsessed with roleblading. It's you. It's trend. It's you can see it in in the blade blogs. Like you've watched, like. A lot of roleblading videos, correct? Yes, yeah, disgusting. Yeah. So, so yeah. why? Why do you find them so interesting? Uh, I found it so interesting to like 
have all that information and then be able to tell your own story. So I wanted to take it all and then tell it all. So I use little pieces of espionage when Brian hits his head, jump into the van, and but you know nobody at home knows that. You know, you just know that from like hanging out in single mente with Brian fucking Shima and he's like, Yeah, I hit my head and t- when I was jumping in that van it sucked. And then you're like disillusioned. And then you're like, Well that kinda sucks. But maybe I can take that and kinda move make it into this like weird mystery about why Macula do has a pro skate. And then um it becomes a little bit more interesting, I think. Yeah. What was what? the first rollerblading video that you watched? Oh, VG6, for sure. That was the first that, VG6. Toys Beneath Our Feet. Yeah, I mean, Nick Riggle section and the Legos, like, everything. I could relate to it. Like, it was awesome. And, like, we all skateboarded. And we still skateboarded after it. And then, you know, it just took over. They were like, oh, we can front side. That's awesome. So you were a skateboarder. So how did you, who introduced you to VG6? Oh, Grand Fair. At his grandma's house. I remember that. It was so fucking awesome. And, like, he rode the Dirk wheels off the Dirk skate. So, like, you know, it was an introduction of customization. (laughs) That you could be, like, your own person type thing. It sounds so stupid, but, you know, like, oh, no, you can t- take this this wheel off this, and then you can put it on this, and that's you. And um, and those wheels suck so bad. The Dirk wheels? Those were shitty wheels. Really yeah. It was like, Graham, you're so sick. And he's like, these wheels are strong, but you're awesome. <laughs> give, him, give him a tap on the underside of his chin, like, yeah, chin up, bro. You did it. You're cool. Do you think rollerblading is still kind of a culty vibe? Uh, like, the aggressive rollerblading? Oh, sure. I, I, let me, let me open my notes here. <laughs> because uh, the more I looked into it, the more it, like, became. Because, like, um, I think, like, only close friends notice, like, I don't think a lot of close friends know that, like, I have, like, three kids that are, like, not mine, I guess, with child support payments. So, like, that happens. But, like, a lot of people don't know that. But, uh... But as far... But I did grow up in a cult, and I think a lot of people more know that than me being, like, careless with my cock. (laughs) I don't know. Like, I was looking into cults, and it just is, like, you know, humans have a uniformly a one in... Oh, wait, that's the Dunbar's. I made all these points. It's basically... You join cults primarily to how you view the individuals in the group, and then you, like, seek fulfillment through subconscious... I don't even want to talk about that anymore. I I knew where you were going with that, though. Did you you look it up on Wikipedia, too? It's like... 
they give you psych- psychological needs of instant gratification. You, you get the sense of community, community belonging. You get that, you know, collective chip, you know, like, oh, I'm misunderstood, but, like, you guys get me. But then, like, you can't leave because, like, there's a psychological ma- manipulation, you know, where it's, like, it's social influence, number one, which you're, like, what the fuck's that? And it's just, like, well, perception. So it's just, like, oh, well, you know, that guy's not here anymore. He's a fucking idiot. <laughs> that guy sucks. Like, I mean, he just got out while he could. Fuck Maddie Mintz. You know what I mean? It's, like, really, like, like underhand deceptive because it doesn't, like, reveal, like, what people actually, like, you know, like, people are have. Oh my god, I'm so drunk. People have, like, an agenda. And it's, like, deceptive because you're just like, oh, that guy's fucking gone. I just read in Daily Bread. He's, he's over it. I just read it in one, which is a calendar. It's 12 months of the year. It's annual. It's a calendar. Just talking shit real quick. That's a calendar. <laughs> but anyways, like, as far as a call, it's like, uh, you know, it's drain of any thought process except for the immediate, which provides stress relief from the daily grind, as there's no time to worry about the month's rent and when attempting to Savannah or Ali Top Unity, etc. <laughs> You're there are some really, really, really. Uh, creative intelligent minds that that got stuck to rollerblading for some reason what what is that i'm gonna try to paraphrase it it's like just from my own experience or something i don't know like you become complacent um due to the director rewards and of level control you know so like you know you get the friendship and affection of other cult men quote unquote you know yeah but uh you know those levels of control can be seen as exposure like you know like uh, negretti or sturgis try to film you and then you know you feel like you belong and you're like part of it and you're like you get featured and it's awesome you know so it's like you become cool for the masses to digest but, I mean, it, it's so complicated. Like, I've been watching Rollerblade for a long time. I've been watching skateboarding at the same time. Just, I, I want to figure out why people comment. I don't know. It's so cool to me. The I, comment stuff is really interesting because it's, that's more like the different cults thinking that one cult is better than the other. Well, it's cool because like I saw you used to come on VMAG, and then you're like, "Yo, like, like, literally said, like, yo, I'm not commenting anymore." And yeah, I didn't do that, but I, it was kind of the same sort of thing where I was like, "No, it's over." Yeah, that was one of the first steps for me. Because it is a step. Because you got to get out of the romance of it. Like you're like, oh, it's done." Yeah, 
and I'm still taking steps to this day. But, uh, <laughs> I read shit. I'm like, oh, I should say something. <laughs> so I emailed you that thing. And I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll let that one be. <laughs> I, you were like, being like, why? Why John get fired? Oh my god. So it's, like, <laughs> it's just like, dude, well, he got a, a big cut. And it was drastically compared to his teammate that he lives next door to. And then just Stockwell's just being Crosby, Stills, and Stockwell over there doing nothing. <laughs> I love that Crosby, Stills, and Stockwell. I yeah. I find it really interesting that there's uh, that there isn't more comedy in in rollerblading, especially since the average age is so high. That um, oh, oh oh yeah right. Yeah. Ageism is a huge thing. It's fucked up. Oh, that was one of the things that <laughs> kill, helped kill it big time. Well, comedy yeah, doesn't fit in with the cult. What? It comedy like it it doesn't fit in with the cult to make fun of the cult. No, it's well, a dangerous people thing remain to do. complacent due to the direct rewards and levels of control. You know, friendship and ex- an exception and affection even of other cult members and levels of control can be seen as exposure. Yeah. Like the filmer choosing to get who gets featured and who's cool for survival of the mass. So it's like, yo, you don't have overalls. That's fucked up. Like, peace out, bro. You're, all of a sudden, you're this dude in Pittsburgh who keeps coming up with all these sections and he's chasing a dream and he doesn't even know why. He's empty inside. There. Yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah. There's he's empty inside. No dream. Something's being filled to keep him faithful to this tribe, and he doesn't want to become one of those who left. Because as soon as you become one of those who left, then you're a Austin failure. You're miserable. There is definitely no place for. Uh, elderly rollerbladers to make things that can be accepted. Well, what's funny about it, to me, is just that, um, I'm going off ones, <laughs> which, okay, one is a calendar, it's annual, they should just make it a calendar, they should make it December, November, December, blah, 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 Matthew Ledeau doing a cart row through a farmhouse with a bunch of cornfields outside and make it really pretty. And that should be one magazine. And <laughs> you look at it and it has like the lame one thing on the side, you know, interlaced and it's beautiful. But that's, that's not a magazine. Like the Haitian dudes made a magazine and Decides, I don't know, I'm fucking stupid right now. Let me do my thoughts here. No, you're onto some shit. You're not stupid, dude. Okay, well, okay. One becomes, it's, it's an annual thing. Justin Eisenhower doesn't talk to any pros. He's not friends with anybody. That guy's a total fucking schmuck. I don't like him. Fuck Jeff Stockwell's bow. Peace out, bro. Marcus Benavides can true top porn. Shit, <laughs> his head high for me. That guy's amazing. 
So I'm just going to say those those checks should be swapped and fuck Jeff and Justin like a fucking weirdo like fuck that guy like you, San Diego is not the basis of things. Damian Wilson talking about shit about Luke from Missouri when the top fucking pros are from Missouri. It's like yeah, I don't know who I'd rather see, you know? Damien Wilson or Alex Prosk out from Missouri. <laughs> like, it's, you know, it's hard to say. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. He was really fucking cool. <laughs> Rollerblading is pretty absurd. If you have a sense of humor, it's really rad. But, like, if you, like... <laughs> If you like where you were at and you stayed where you were at when you watched those videos and you didn't grow up with the people or if you grew up in a different direction than those people, it becomes offensive because it it becomes like a, a separate part of yourself, like a self that, that you did not want to become or create. You know what I mean? Like oh my god, Tim Lee's an artist now, like, I just wanted to be the Asian kid who wore tight pants and was French. Fuck that. (laughs) You know what I mean? But I love Tim, and, you know, so he's my, in the whole example, I can bring some anymore in there. Holy shit. What do you think of Michael (laughs) Collins? Oh my god, Michael Collins is so sick, because, like, Michael Collins and I get each other on a certain level, just like, like, I'm on a porch, you know, Cheshire and I are doing Molly or something, and then, you know, Michael Collins shows up, and he's not invited to them, and, uh, but he's more than invited to me, because I love that guy, and I grew up with him, like, I used to hide his fucking shoes, like, in the balcony in Long Beach, like, we used to fucking take his shoes and clothing and hide it across the house. And he's, like, a 15-year-old kid. And I told his aunts that he's, like, <laughs> he'd be cool or something. And we just take his shit and just, like, hide it and just be like, Ooh. But he grew up to be, like, a really cool drug addict. And, um... <laughs> So I always appreciate it when he showed up on the porch. I thought he was awesome, so I don't know. So when he shows up, he's got, like, a friend or a cousin who raps. And I'm really into rap and rap beats and making music and shit. So it's kind of fun. I just play music. Like, really even mainstream Danny Brown type shit. And then they get really motivated over a blunt or something. They're like, hell yeah. This is the shit. And uh, we'll, we'll be like, yo, can you give me some molly or something? And they're like, hell yeah, we can get you some molly. And like, I always have burner phones. So like, Michael will leave. And then like, I'll get a text and I'll be like, yo, me is the US bank. I'm like, hell yeah, let's get some molly. So, Cheshire or, or something, we'll go to USB and get some molly, thinking it's the guy we met at Pizza Hut. <laughs> but then it's just like Michael's brother <laughs> who shows up 
And then, like, the guy from Pizza Hut texts us and he's super mad. I don't know. Let's start with no way. I'm not McDonald. It's nice to meet you. I'm Mark Warner. <laughs> what up, dog? That was a good reference at the end, actually, for that story. It's so sad. If, it, if it was Norm McDonald, it, you could have you could have gone longer, even I think. I just want to like go up on stage, planned, have them just flash the light as soon as I pick up the mic. Down the mic, walk off stage, just like say the grenade. Walk off stage. Fuck you. I did that once in high school. Uh, Damn. But with a group of people, like when you play games as an audience, I'd spent a really long time pulling people from the audience in front of the whole high school and got everybody to line up, and then I just told everyone to sit back down again. And <laughs> wait, wasted like a good five to seven minutes in the middle of the assembly. There's some really serious people about the Jumpy Jacks. Like... <laughs> Pissed. <laughs> pep rally. I think it was like, a pep rally. I was rally. about to do a somersault. I'm the key out and about to spit fire all over your ass, motherfucker. Cause <laughs> me stills and spit fire. It, it's really crazy that we're all here doing this. Thinking about this made me think of like I don't, I don't know why like like it's like. I'm going to talk to these guys. It's kind of weird. My first double date. And then I was like, Night of the String. <laughs> Why? Like, it just came on my head. I was like, Night of the String. Night of the String. That's a, that's a good topic. Role-winning sucks. Role-winning sucks. <laughs> Am I like that? Because, like, I've really fucking toned it down. I'm like a horoscope dude where I'm like, I read them. I congest them. I think about it. Because... Todd's got his girlfriend. Joey's got his girlfriend. You don't have people... Like, I haven't talked to somebody since October 14th. I quit from networking on that point. You know, I haven't talked to any outsiders except for business people. So it's like, I don't really think like that. But I, like, read horoscopes and I'm just like, I don't know if I should talk to him on Sunday. Saturday seems like a better day. (laughs) (laughs) Astrologically, because Mercury's moon's in my sunset. And I'll be a little bit more witty at that point. So, yeah. How how do you know everything? Uh, I mean, I... So fucked. Um, Really, really blessed just to have supportive people around me who realize, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think it takes people long to, like, realize, like, I'm crazy or I'm smart. So it's like the people who realize (laughs) those dumbasses. Fucking retards who think I'm smart. It's a lot easier to take advantage of them. But, uh, yeah. Um, why October 14th? What's that? Why, why October 14th? Why was that the cutoff date? Uh, you know Harry Maynard? Well, you know my, you know my, you know my screen name. It's Boris Geisner, Russian spy. I, so, 
Yeah. yeah. I know that screen name. Yeah. Do you post? Do you know who Boris Geisner is? Isn't he a Russian rollerblade filmer? Yeah. He's cool. He's a cool dude. But he's like the first fucking like weird ass porn dude. Like, this has got to be like MySpace or some fucking shit. Who is like, do you need to get on the. I can't do a Russian accent. Fuck it. Like, you need to get on Skype. <laughs> I got on Skype and I saw his, like, life and shit like that. So I just, like, thought he was part of the KGB and I was like, well, you know what? I'm part of the NSA, so fuck you. <laughs> like, because it works out. Like, we're just looking at each other. You're part of the NSA? Life looks a little better. What's that? You said you're part of the NSA? It's 12 o'clock. <laughs> it's 12 o'clock. Um, oh, yeah. that was creepy. It is creepy. Yeah, my life's creepy. Uh, it's funny. Um, there's this dude, when I graduated college, like, so, uh, I think it was before Blade Blogs, like, I was just filming people and filming things. And I always had contacts and shit. And uh, this might be fiction. Who knows? Just go with the story. Relax. Sit all back. Put your feet up. So, um, I was always, like, filming people and filming things. And people thought they were really personalized towards me. But videos came out and I became a caricature. So, like, I decided to become that caricature a lot more because at home I was in isolation. So, when I traveled, I could become somebody else that I wasn't. And, uh, so, like, I could, like, travel somewhere and film some shit and be like, oh, that's crazy. Um, so when I graduated college, we had, like, a couple pairs of glasses, and, uh, they're the Google glasses. <laughs> like, but they just film or something. Like, they're crazy. Like, so I just filmed, like, a lot of people snoring coke. <laughs> And, like, smoking weed and shit. Like, it was stupid. But it made me really paranoid in the long run. <laughs> so I got rid of them. But I remember telling a really creative person in Chicago, like, yo, this is happening. And he told me it wasn't happening. And then he ended up being a total fucking dickhead. So <laughs> it's kind of weird. So definitely don't get Google Glasses. Never wear glasses, because they're working on Florida parking now, so you'll never tell. And I just was, I mean, it's not like, like, I was, like, wearing glasses and then never got refunded or something, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, it's just like, never, that's why I have, like, weird people. (laughs) So I got money. (laughs) Yeah, that sucks. But so, I did bit, I did bitcoins, you know, Silk Road and shit like that, so. Oh, you did? Oh, for sure. As soon as I heard about Silk Road, I did Silk Road. And then I always had money in there just to buy DMT and shit like that. And then, like, when the boom hit, it was just like, oh, I'm out. And that was cool. That, like, probably... No, like, before that, like, my life was going good, but when that happened, that was awesome. That was really great. There's a Bitcoin ATM in Vancouver, apparently. 
are you kidding me? I read uh, this shit on my board all the time, and they're like, there's a Kanye Bitcoin. There's like, a fucking Ron Paul Bitcoin, or whatever the fuck his name is. Um, I'm pretty sure, I don't, you could look it up, but I remember hearing that, whether it's true or not, I'm not sure. But Vancouver would seem like a place that would have a Bitcoin ATM. I don't even know how that works, but... Well, it's so, like, one, like, people try to get me to describe it to them, like, the process of getting into Silk Road before it happened, before the shit happened. Well, and it changed, too, didn't it? Oh, so, so bad now. Like, I don't do it anymore, because it's, like, it's illegal. But, like, you make your friends before that happens, so it doesn't matter. But, like, it's just, like, yeah, like... You know, like, beforehand, I would be like, yo, you just got to get your PayPal account, and then you got to go to this webpage, and you got to take Adderall and read, like, nine pages of... And then you'll know what's happening with your money or something. It's really complicated. But, I don't know. What did you take in college? Uh, what did I take? Yeah. Communications and uh, creative writing. Do you still write, or do you do lots of, like, your creative stuff is video, like a lot of the stuff that you put on YouTube? Do you, do you, uh, if you... I don't even push on YouTube more. Oh, you don't? There's a lot of, no, not really, no. I don't, like, I don't really put in, like, I quit Facebook. I was, I don't have a smartphone. I always have burners. So, I don't do Instagram or anything like that. Uh, so, I don't do Twitter. So, YouTube would be, like, your bare minimum. I always looked at the internet as a trash can of, like, shit you throw away because it's not good enough for anything else. Holy, that's really interesting. Yeah, it's just like, oh, well, I'm done with this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's easy. It's just like, oh, that was fun. Done. That's where I think you're kind of, you were far ahead on the Blade blogs and some of, like, the video art stuff that you did that... Uh, you just created a lot of stuff, which is how it should be. Just yeah, that was that was probably like a month in my my room and just being like, I was fresh out of Chicago and just had a lot of angst or something. Just like I need to get this out. Like, how, like for some reason, like you know when you're like, well, you probably don't know, but like when you're a youth. And then you get attention or something, and it leads to nowhere, and you know it's going to lead to nowhere. It's just, like, a healthy way, I felt like, to get it out, to, like, warn people of what is happening and what will happen. So it's just kind of, like, fun. And then, you know, like, the Haitian mad kids took over from 8up and um, made something really cool out of that. Is 8up still online? It's still online, but, like, fuck if anybody reads that. It's terrible. Uh, Haitian Mag, I don't know if that's still going on. I'm not not in contact with a lot of people. Apparently. I think the new issue is coming out uh, this next month, I think. I I told them to make sweatpants a long time ago. Holy shit, can you imagine? (laughs) And the gritty was like, don't make sweatpants, that's so, like, cliche, fucking lame. But there's so many points during the last three months that I'm like, man, 
And I'll put on some Zubaz if you remember those, like those 90 throwbacks. Zubaz are the shit. Yeah, I got a pair. My boss on my last job in Baltimore gave me a pair. What so a team? Some... What color? <laughs> Fucking Raiders for sure. It was all black and white, and I'm like, fucking representing. I was like, rep- representing nothing. Uh, the only Oakley memory I have is sleeping under a fucking the Vibrolux band. That that's my Oakley memory. Oh shit! I can't remember. Do you have tricks in the Vibrolux tour video? No, man. I'm really fucking unpopular. So if like your agenda was to get towards those guys, probably not gonna work, man. Kevin Dunn would probably be your way. <laughs> <laughs> I am probably not the mushroom you seek. <laughs> was that a Terrence McKenna? It seemed Terrence McKenna-ish, but I don't know. I don't know, man. Like, um, I kept fucking. Well, I don't. I don't have my burner phone anymore. But I kept calling Chris, uh, Farmer. He's like the him and Cheshire and Samuel only dudes I talked to, and uh, it was like. Trying to call him, but like it's been like months, like since the Brandon thing happened, so like it's kind of weird. It's like a call to the blue, especially to be like, Yo, should I go on this podcast? <laughs> Ignore all your feelings that happened during those past month, couple of months, <laughs> address my problem in real life or something. So, like, while I was doing it, I realized how insensitive I was being, and then I kind of gave up on it. So, um, that is really interesting. Oh, go ahead. No, it's you. No, I totally uh, interrupted you. No, it's definitely you, because I was definitely looking for my dagger for, like, a cigarette, but you're way deeper than me, and my favorite park edit is you. With that tranny who's like singing, and then you do all these tricks, and at the end it's all sentimental. And you're like, "Oh, I'm just doing this for my friend Todd. He like lives far away, and like I'm just doing this because we like each other and we're friends. We're the only guys who still rollerblade." (laughs) (laughs) That version's way better. Oh, that version's way better. a lot more in this edit and you're like yeah I mean he's like that and then (laughs) (laughs) it is really crazy when a person walks by and you say yeah I do this for my friend just to record some ideas and pass it over Um, I I sometimes think that um, maybe all rollerbladers that are around this age have some form of uh, uh, mental... No, nah, I'm trying to think. I sometimes think that I have some form of um, personality disorder or something. <laughs> and that maybe a lot of rollerbladers around our age have their own version of it. You know, I question it all the time. Oh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. Like, I think like I'm the oddball. Like, That's why I like probably haven't seen me, haven't heard of me, whatever. Like, I'm kind of that guy who heard that Beethoven speech and was like, oh, isolation, that's fucking perfect for me. Because I don't have to talk to anybody else 
or fuck their ex-girlfriends, or do anything to piss anybody off. Like, fuck yeah. That's awesome. And, um, but then that stuff still catches up with you when you're in isolation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even you're after death. From yourself. And it's like really fucking rude and terrible. And you're like, God damn, man, like, when am I going to be able to sleep at night? So, it's interesting that you decided to come on this podcast if you were in isolation for that long. What, what inspired you? It really was. Um, the Kevin Dowling thing, it was just you fucking podcast over podcast being like, yeah, they're really successful when they were a kid, but then they drop out the planet. And then, like, in the beginning, I'm like, that's Maddie Matz. I got it, so fuck. And then it just became, like, a personal thing where I was just like, yeah, I'm kind of a fuck. I should I should tell them that I'm Andy Cruz and this motherfucker. I am the blade god with the Spitfire tattoo. I'm Spitfire nine to five, motherfucker. I'm in the booth. I don't know. It's just weird how Todd got so silent. He might not even be there. No, I'm I'm just enthralled. I just well, don't feel necessary to speak. White, I am wearing white pants and a Stone Cold Steve off. And shirt with the sleeves cut off, so you know what? Judge me, judge me as you would judge yourself in the mirror. Don't trust anybody. <laughs> now, I trust people, but I have such a high expectation of myself that I it, it's a long, a long road of um growing up and like learning my youth. Oh, I sound so weak and lame. All right, so you you have a really high expectation of yourself of what you're going to, like, you know, like, Todd does illustration. He's going to fucking come out with this fucking banger. But, like, imagine, like, fucking, you know, Mark. <laughs> Mark with the fucking <laughs> C and the K. And Mark... Mark the third. Mark. Mark. And he's gonna like come out with this like lame illustration they didn't give a shit about. And then you're gonna be like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> and then you think less of him or something. I don't know. It just became a divide where like I had unrealistic expectations for myself and other people. And, um, once I'm under substances, which I feel like I need uh, to be around people, but that's my own shit. That's some Mark Moran shit that like bums, I don't know, bums other people out. They can't handle the emotional roller coaster. It's not Six Flags. They're like, oh shit, dancing town. Six Flags, awesome. That sucks. When's he gonna leave? What's the law? So. Regularly, you like to to drink and engage in substances. Have you had a stretch in the last while where you haven't? No, it's really funny. Like I only do that sort of shit around other people. So like I might drink once or twice a week, like you know, like a Friday Saturday type thing. Yeah. Oh man, but just like a margarita or something. 
But uh, I like that. Other, I like that you've referenced around other people. It's just kind of like you know when you go to other like because like I'm that Salinger isolationist type person. So like I don't like anybody in my town. I go to art galleries and like fuck. Last time I went to an art gallery, I ended up in the fucking ER as a John Doe. Last time I tried to party with them. Like, wristband. I could take a picture and show you. It's like... That was that. For what? What? Because I got fucking drunk and fucking... I was on pills and I was having fun. I don't know. And then you just woke up in the hospital? Or you knew you were aware that you were going to the hospital... Alright, so it's like, don't put me in this ambulance, you fucking freaks. You guys are fucked up. Fuck you, assholes. Let me out of here. Be the baby. Be the baby. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, like, you know, like, that's me trying to make new friends. It's just <laughs> put the yards of John Doe. So you have so. been, you, you haven't been talking to a lot of people, but you have been out doing things since October. Uh, no, like, when I go to New York and shit, like, it's a lot different. And what, you, okay, yeah. Uh, Just when I go, like, people, where I know people, it's a little bit different. You know, because they know, like, you know, they'll be like, oh, my friend Dan, he's so crazy, watch out. <laughs> he's a shithead. Um, so you said, you said you were going to a uh, baby shower. Oh, that happened. That was that was yesterday. It was, How was so that? offensive. That sucks. Because they came over here and they did a studio tour for some reason before they flew out. There was like two aunts. It was like good cop, bad cop. I'm like, are you like pretty successful? I'm like, damn it. So it's like, was necessary for like weird dad's sister's approval or something. You know, like, push them into the back weird corner where you're going to piss when you're drunk. And they like, came and they're like, and then one else like, yeah, I really like this. This is awesome. And one else like, yeah, I can see why somebody would buy that. That's great. Oh, it's awesome. And I was just like, God damn it. So you're talking about art that you make. Yeah, it's, uh, let's not get personal. <laughs> this is... <laughs> Come on. Actually, no, you don't have to. Yeah, bro, this is... This... New Jersey real quick. Let's just be relaxed. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, this, this is making... This uh, podcast is by far the... Uh, it's it's twisting my mind into a pretzel. I think it's the best podcast we've ever done, Joey. Uh, and we're cool that we can put this up, Zorber. Hundred percent. What do you? Yeah, well, I don't give about. a fuck what Dan says. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I really don't care. Like, like, yeah, I I know. It's like, I can sit here in this chair. For like forty more years, like fucking rumple still skin, and I don't have to do shit. And I can sit here, and it's awesome. And I don't have to do shit. And I'm like, I realize how fucking depressing and fucking terrible it is. 
So, and just leads me to like uh, other things. Would you be down for doing this again, Dan? Yeah, I would love to just to be a regular thing if I could find a lighter. If Todd McCarney, if you could tell me where my lighter is, that would be fantastic. I don't know where your lighter is, but it would be sweet if you came. God damn it! Figure it out. Well, I'm not like you. I don't know what's well, going on in other places and times. I'm just in a room in Kamloops, Canada. I I don't know where your lighter is, dude. But uh, I'm trying to be Kevin Dowling over here, motherfucker. You shouldn't. You no, you don't need to be Kevin Dowling. Trying to go to Vancouver. Trying to live there. <laughs> Slap. Message Sports told me they got pretty girls and shit, motherfucker. Yeah, there's lots of pretty girls in, in Vancouver. Dude, what's up with Thump? Do you guys follow that? Thump? Thump. 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 That's a good name for a person. Who's Thump? I wish I was Thump. Can I, okay, from now on, I'm, I'm Thump. I'm Thump Belzinski. I'm Thump Belzinski. What's up? Thump Belzinski. Oh, I thought you were Jeff. That's a name. <laughs> No, I'm thumped, man. <laughs> that section in Espionage is amazing. Jeff Balzeski. Oh, for sure. He slides on his... He does, like, one of the only face slides I've ever seen. Like a solid... It was a scorpion set slide. slide. I would date girls and be like, Fuck everyone in the world except for me! And be like, Why'd you say that here in my family? I'm like, dude, watch Espionage. And they just laugh and I'm like, Fuck, God, dude. I'm so... I'm so aggro right now. This is terrible. You're really, you're really good. You are really good at being you. At being, like... You're the most entertaining person ever. <laughs> this is terrible. And Todd and I made it into one of the Blade blogs... And uh, I felt really honored that we that we watched didn't. it made into 28, 29, I think 30. Do you, have like a, do you have a really good memory, Dan? That's uh, photographic. I'm essentially bad at this photographic. Yeah, your, mem- your memory of shit is, is really impressive. Yeah, I mean, it's everything inclusive. It's fucked up. I mean, like... You hear about, like, people complain about post-traumatic stress disorder or something like that. Like, as soon as, like, if we were at a party and I started complaining about that, like, you would have to take me seriously. (laughs) I am. You know what I mean? Like, obviously now it's not happening, but, like, if that happened at a party, like, a lot of people would just shrug off and be like, oh, yeah. This one, he's, he made another joke or something. But, like, if I said that out loud, it's just like, no, actually, this is a disorder that I have. Along with being a total sociopath, he was going to steal your bank account numbers and be awesome. I'm just kidding. Nick Nolte, Kyle Nolte, whatever your name is, Amal. I don't even own Solomon. Fuck you. Is it hard to live with, a, like, a memory that sharp? Yeah. Like, it would be very difficult to let anything go that has happened in the past if your memory was, like, a television that was so clear. 
That's why I started calling a post-traumatic stress disorder, even though, like, I know it's not, you know? Like, it's a lot different, but, like, I feel like people can, like, relate a lot better if it's post-traumatic stress disorder, but, yeah. but, but like, I mean, the truth is, it's just, like, um, Brandon created a caricature of, like, who I was supposed to be as Dan Liefeld or something, and then, like, so, like, you could ask Alex or Chris or anybody who's come to St. Louis. This is, like, I don't really... Or even Ryan. Did I, did I, did I talk shit about Ryan yet? Ryan. Ryan. The Justin Bieber video? Yeah, I think okay, so. Okay, good. I gave him props. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, but, like, even then, it's just, like, I don't go out, you know? So, uh... It's weird when people, do, you know, I don't like that sort of thing. You had the ender section in the meantime, right? It's painful, yeah. yeah. Terrible. You did, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good section. It's a, And you did a lot of stuff. <laughs> Thanks, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, why is that? Your name is really funny sometimes as a delivery method, Todd. Like, they made fun of Todd on Seinfeld. Oh, yeah, they did. <laughs> what episode? They made, like, uh, what was it? Was was Elaine dating a Todd? Yeah, Elaine was dating a Todd. And they hadn't even met him, but they're like, Todd? <laughs> was he, like, face masking, or what was he doing? <laughs> I don't even remember what the Todd looked like. I but... forget it. It's a great name. <laughs> I'm fucking, as far as you guys are concerned, I'm Dan or Alex. Like, that's fucking, that's a weird name. What, okay, so what is your reason for not wanting to disclose your current name? What's that? You broke up. Dan, yes. what, is, what is your reason for not wanting to disclose your current name? Mmm. That was a cigarette intake. <laughs> That's how good it feels right now. After a bunch of PB cars. Um, you know, I compartmentalize a lot of shit. I don't think a lot of people do that. So, like, you know what you mean? Like, so Dan Liefeld was always a certain person once I realized who that was becoming. So, like, early on, I realized, like, like, that's really not good for my father's career. Which was my, like, sister, you know what I mean? So, like, you realize these certain things, and you got to change them up to, like, fit a familial pattern. At least that exists in my life. But I grew up in a definitely a weird situation that then relate to a lot of people. So, like, you know, life was out of the question. That's a slave name. So it became an, a point of um, me thinking of it on it, my own, and then um, several lunches where it was suggested to me. <laughs> like, to the point of... Uh, it's kind of painful. I don't even want to go into this. 
to the point of where it was undeniably like, yeah, I do need to change my fucking name. Like, all right, that's awesome. Because if I go out into, okay, like, I'll give you an example. I was in the Ritz-Carlton. Do you, know, do you guys have those, the Ritz? No. We don't have them in Canada, but. Okay, the Ritz is, like, the fucking fanciest hotel with, like, old fucking Van Coves and shit. Like, crazy hotels, like, perfect. Like, looks like Hogwarts. Hogwarts. <laughs> it's like, you're going to Harry Potter or, or something, you know what I mean? But it's like, I have to go there. So it's just, like, all my clothes are covered in paint, and I just look like a fucking skater shithead. And it's like, I have one outfit. <laughs> it's awesome. Because it's like one outfit, and it looks like a soccer player, apparently. My brother said <laughs> like a soccer player. I have, like, a soccer player outfit, so, like, you know, I go to this <laughs> benefits or something, looking like, like a professional soccer player. <laughs> I, like, go to drink champagne and shit, and I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, go tornadoes. This <laughs> tornadoes are going to rip this season. Fuck yeah. <laughs> or whoever, like, people mention, you know. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> but, you know, then you go home and you, like, put on your clothes and you're like, well, oh, that wasn't so bad. Let me take a couple thumbs out and go back to bed. I don't give a shit. That wasn't so bad. I don't know. Family tough. Family? You know? Yeah, I mean, that sort of shit's tough, but, like, I do enjoy going to a place where you just only drink champagne and, like, you're super rich and important for no reason. And it's funny. <laughs> you don't have to answer this, but I'm under the assumption that you come from a wealthy family. Definitely not. Like, I brought all the wealth into my own family. Boom. Boom. Zorbert. <laughs> yeah, it actually is through <laughs> alternate names. That's why I have a different name now, like, than I did then. It's just, um, yeah, I definitely, like, provided, you know, it's like an unfed basement. I put a basement, one of the basement wasn't, no, one do you know, you know. I, it's to the point where I'm at, like, an uncle. Stage where, like, before it just blew, blew it all on, like, drugs and alcohol and shit. But now I'm, like, trying to, like, look out. <laughs> I'm, like, an uncle. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm an uncle and I have to do these stupid-ass shit. Like, you know, you, like, make a collage or something. You are like, oh, yeah, that's kind of good enough. But, um... You put a little bit, a little bit, you know, something underneath that claw or something in the stocking, you know, make it a little puffier. So let's just say, if I'm under the assumption, what? It it brings me a point of the definition of fruit booter. Which is puffy skate. Okay, picture this. Cartoon-like. Puffy round skates. Maybe Genesis. Puffy round skates, just fucking round as fuck. Tight, skinny, maybe those Vibrolux acid wash jeans that Kyle Multi was wearing. I love seeing Kyle Multi this podcast. Love it. 
flesh-colored American Apparel t-shirt. <laughs> Size small. Sounds white like color. Kind of wrinkled. <laughs> little, little, you know, five o'clock shadow and a flesh-colored helmet. <laughs> and it's just like, is that not a dickhead? Or is that a dickhead? I don't know. It's definitely a dickhead. Oh, you saw that graphic or that, that illustration? <laughs> I remember like parts of my time in rollerblading where I was in Portland and I was brought into meetings like that and I'd see somebody skating around with a helmet and I'm just like, dude, it just looks like a screensaver to me. It just looks like, like a fucking weird smiley face just like, you know, bouncing side to side to side to side. Like, like <laughs> I can't even tell the tricks. Like, I'm just concentrating on this like weird... <laughs> ball that's just moving around like take the helmet off let me just see the pubic hair that's just bouncing around that's gonna be awesome the Marilyn house I love you man I wanna fucking speak Spanish overseas Zorbert Delonka is Zorbert Delonka is like a successful artist that is really rich with bitcoins. I'm trying to put all the pieces together. I made I made that name up. um, I think I was hanging out at Negretti's house with Andrew Jacuzzi, which I wonder what he's. I can't wait for his section to come out because he's awesome and. um, so it's like it would quit lamb or something. He came out with really good lines, so I'm waiting for his one to drop. And um, <laughs> if that ever happens, but like he was like really innocent kid or something. But I heard he turned into a bad kid, and that sucks. But as with Keaton, and Keaton, I kept coming up with these fucking really shitty names for people like. On fucking Facebook, and then like you reach a limit on Facebook where you can't change your name another time. So, like my name just became Zorbert Delonco, which was like something that just sounded out like Zorbert Delonco. He's from Hawaii, and he's annoying. And then like. I was like, tried to change it the next week, and I was like, oh, you can't change that. And that's your online presence now, uh, because that's your YouTube channel. That's another Mike Miranda. No, but I, well, I looked up another Mike Miranda, but the channel name is Zorbert Delonka. I should probably change that, you know? (laughs) Get that all in uniform for, for like, the four people who are going to look at that. This is the uh, this is the two hour mark. Uh oh, we've made it. How to be unpopular? I was thinking about that before my first novel. <laughs> How to be unpopular? Still, still from you guys. Did better than baseball come from better than being Americans? No, Todd said it. 
once when he was telling a story to, or you can, I don't know. Remember, I used you to just play baseball. So I was talking about how much I loved baseball. And then I started rollerblading. And I genuinely, I genuinely said, I genuinely said, I started rollerblading and I was talking about how it was, what it was like to start rollerblading. And I genuinely said, man, it's so much better than baseball. <laughs> and then Joey and I started laughing. And I think Joey said, like, that should be the name of the video, better than baseball. Yeah. So it's not anti-American. I always wish it would have been. <laughs> <laughs> and oh man, as cult manifestos go, that is a dark cult manifesto, that video right there. I mean, that goes into the B-Magra one news, like how you can feed into something you don't know more. Wow. It's just like, oh, well I can read into this as much as I can do. <laughs> like, better than baseball, they're better than American, those fascists. <laughs> I remember when, uh, cause keep in mind, I got a Google fascist, you know what that means because I'm American and we're, we all like lost a percent of our brain with geography and fascists and every, anything important. We no, just trust lost me, we're that. No just smarter like weird port in the back of our brain that we got a Google. I'm That's not like, even totally sure what fascist means means is it like one person runs shit i just like hitler was a fascist right there's no there's a dude with a mustache and like yeah a weird obama joke like yeah there's like concentration camps and welcome to fascism <laughs> yeah there's a bunch of chinese people and like asian people in concentration camp and it's like all about fascism and, you know, like, fuck it, we didn't do it to Native Americans, so fuck it. You know, fuck. Canada has some dark, dark history, Very which dark. you just touched upon there. Yeah. Definitely. See, hey, dear, Dan, right there, just referenced two things about Canadian history. Dark well, things about Canadian history. That's crazy. Well, for one, like, I don't go out. And, like, when I go out, it's a special occasion. It's like a friend in town where, like, I really believe in the artist that's at the uh, gallery because I have to go through so much shit. But, like, for some 4th of July, like, I just wear, like, a Cleveland Indians hat. <laughs> so it's just, like, the smiley-ass Indian on my head. And, like, just, like, gone and just talk to people. It's like, hey, what's up? <laughs> just look at the hat. Fuck you. Because they're fucking asshole. <laughs> Whatever. You want to go to South America? I'll kidnap you. I'll make a lot of money. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, Danny. That's, that's how people think, you know? Like, Let me take you to South America. I'll shoot all the cool bars. Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy I'm being dislumbered by this cool American who brought me to the whiskey bar. Holy shit. It's like, yeah, that's right. Do you I'm do, making money, geez. It's awesome. I'm going to put into bitcoins. Do you do all the, the voiceovers? Pizza. Do you do all the voiceovers in Blade Block? Like all the... Like, uh, I didn't notice. One of my favorite <laughs> ones was when Josh... You put that clip from USD Tour video and Josh Petty is walking towards all the guys and you're like, hey... I'm I'm not homeless. I'm not gonna ask you for money, but uh, you guys want to do acid or something? 
And then, and then yeah. Latimer zooms so in on that, Latimer. He's like, "Man, that guy was crazy." <laughs> was that you? Was that? Yeah, that's just like that's just like how I found my life because like the high school I went to, that show was like way prevalent when I was like fifteen. You know what I mean? So, like, meeting people when you're, like, 20, like, 18, whatever the fuck, and they, like, haven't even fucked with it, <laughs> just like, whoa, really? So, looking back at it, when I was, like, 24 or something, I was just like, oh, my God, this is perfect, because that's just, like, you know, like, it's weird, because you just, like, take little pieces of your past, and you just, like, take them to build a story that you want it to be. And I always thought, like, it was, like, a film or something. But I wanted, and I built it in a month of just alcoholic days of just, like, I wanted it to be a Saturday morning cartoon where it, like, just kept coming out, like, every Saturday where you're like, oh, shit, Blade Block 32, like, hell yeah. Same thing. It's insane that you, you made know, that many of them. In that short amount of time. It's weird. It's weird watching, like, the earlier ones because, like, there's a funny thing, like, uh, this isn't even a story to be told, but, like, uh, uh, like, so this year, every time I'd be in California, like, I'd be at Negretti's house or something or kicked out of Negretti's house and at somebody else's house. So, like, last year... I would have been at the Haitian house, which fed off of the Eight Up magazine, you know. So I would have been at their house. So it would have been all my bros from Honey Bay. And uh, so I was at their house. And then, like, there was, like, a day that I was, like, leaving, and I had broken ribs, you know. And they didn't know that. They knew I was in pain. <laughs> and apparently... That 27 was the age that you get really old and you start hurting on. But I had fucking fractured two ribs to the lung. And they had no idea. And I had no idea. So I was just, like, taking ibuprofen. <laughs> but we all, like, thought, like, it was just like, yeah, man, once you get old, like, you break ribs. <laughs> like, you just start hurting, man. You guys got to get it in while you can. <laughs> you know what I mean like they didn't understand and neither did I because I hadn't skated in so long and I was like peer pressured almost you know like yo you gotta skate we skate you can skate and I was like yeah I haven't done this in a while I can skate <laughs> I tried to skate and a strange creature <laughs> a bunch of ribs <laughs> you know what I think about is that uh you, but, you but, were no, in... Sorry, sorry. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> the part was that, like, they showed me, like, a bunch of, like, the day I was about to fly out. So, like, they showed me a bunch of blade marks. <laughs> like, you know, it'd be, like, a memorial. <laughs> like, yeah, this is what you used to be. <laughs> like, here's your Christmas special. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like from the 18 year old you know mine you know where it all makes sense but as an adult you're like why do you do this to me like this is so bad 
Like, I don't want to see myself talk to a camera on a 4x4 shirt. Like, stop. They're <laughs> just like, no, this is cool. Oh, and the next cousin gets a free pack of vicious bearings. Congratulations. This is going to be awesome for you. And they're all watching in the house like or something. I'm just watching. I'm like, oh my god, I got broken ribs and this sucks so bad. Oh, this is how they remember me. This is terrible. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my god, like you know, a lot of Baltimore start selling drugs. Fuck it. <laughs> that I guess. That's a perfect ending for me. Yes. <laughs> Dan, uh, or, or sorry, Zor- Zorbert. Let's do this again, because like, I yeah. feel like we only scratched the surface. We did. We didn't even get through the notes. <laughs> Those notes are awesome. <laughs> they are. I, I, I feel like there's a lot more in the bucket of Zorbert. Yeah. But uh, that was amazing. Thank you so much, Dan. Thank you. For You're giving welcome. that to us and yeah. for, for taking part. Oh, that's... That's what? You kind of cut out there. Are you gone? Sorry. Hold on. Am I back? You have any uh, last oh, yeah. words? You're any shout-outs? Yeah. I was going to say, oh, that's really sweet of you, gentlemen. <laughs> Oh, that's really sweet of you, gentlemen. Thank you very much. We believe in you, Dan. Yeah, we do. No, oh, there's no heartland left. Like, just, just let it go. <laughs> <laughs> there's no Midwest left. Like, like just let me talk to you when I'm like fucking King Norman McDonald in the ass or something. <laughs> cool beans, baby. Oh, man. Uh, fuck that guy. Anyways. All right. I don't know. Nobody's gonna listen to shit. Two comments on Kevin Dowling's thing. Both are me. Oh, there was like uh, there was like forty Facebook. Yeah, first one was me. First one was me. I was like, uh, like what his girlfriend said. That was pretty cool. The <laughs> one <laughs> <On> roller news. <laughs> oh yeah. Was that I a roller news? I didn't even get to that point. Uh, they, they, I mean, mass group therapy. That's oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, we didn't get to that. We'll get to that on the next one. Anytime, man. Word up. Sweet. Uh, thank you, Joey. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Todd. Thank you, Dan. Uh, and thank thanks, thanks to you, the listener. <laughs> Nobody made it this far. You'd be surprised, you Comment one, three, seven. You'd comment. be surprised. I think I'm pretty confident that there's like six or seven people that made it to the end. Yeah. And yeah. if you're and one of those six or seven people, you, you said a number three, six, seven, one, nine. Yeah, comment training, fucker, bitch. <laughs> Do you make uh, music, <laughs> Dan? Fuck that fight. That faggot retard, Kevin Dowling, fucking retard. Fuck you both. Fucking listen to shit. Lifting a crane. I wear dickies because I need to. This shit is at my waist. 5'11s weren't at my waist. 
I just made a lot of noise. I'm all good. alone. I don't want a podcast by myself. You don't have to. We're here, Dan. We're here. I'm, I'm, I'm saying one of you has like a mushroom thing with blades. No, they just have a face. I got nothing. I, I'm the. I don't have a picture for mine. That's all right. Let's talk. We can all hang out. We Thanks. did. Thanks, guys. Thank you. <laughs> Already okay. did. That's it. I have no idea how you guys do it. Magic. Mm-hmm. So can all magic. Can we keep talking off the record? Can we talk off the record? Sure, I'll stop it right 